Only 320 days until Christmas, and I can't wait to put this particular Christmas ornament on my tree. Who made it? John Barlow from Purple Shark Designs, our guest tonight on Whiskey Business. And for those of you who are listening, it's a whiskey business ornament. Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. We've been doing this little podcast now for, I don't know, going on five years. And anytime, anytime someone who listens to Whiskey Business or enjoys Whiskey Business goes out of their way to show their appreciation and or affection for the podcast, I'm always uh, flattered and taken aback and also extremely appreciative um this is a only 320 days till christmas for those of you who haven't uh taken down your tree <laughs> maybe take it down now <laughs> or for those of you who want to get a jump on christmas there are those people put it up either way but this is a this is a christmas ornament made by our guest tonight john barlow from purple shark designs who Very nice. listens to whiskey business and uh told me that he could make a Christmas ornament for us. And I said, yeah, man, go ahead. And when I saw this and sent it to the boys, they immediately said, oh, I want one too. Give me one. (laughs) And John graciously went ahead and cranked out two more it's it's like almost official it's a, it's a rite of passage once you make a make it onto a christmas ornament well yeah, well, yeah. once, you're, once yeah. you're on someone's freaking tree that's nice yeah you, you're the you're the real <laughs> deal the real deal i want to yeah. pass this down to my kid yeah, yeah yes right <laughs> he'll look There's... at it and says that's what killed him <laughs> we could just make him another one uh that's what so <laughs> tonight uh john barlow is our guest from purple <laughs> shark designs i i've done a lot of research on you and your company, and, and here's here's my opening statement. You make a lot of cool shit. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. And we're that. done. We'll see you next week, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, no, man. Welcome, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Before we get to you and what you do and how it all started and where you're at, we got to do a little bit of business. Um, first of all, Hansberry, you do the business business, then we'll introduce the guest, Bob. You got it. I'm on a Jack Daniels kick the last couple weeks. I see that. So. So yeah, I know, but this one, this one's cool. So well, I'll, and I'll uh, to for the second. listeners, this one is a gold one, a color that I've never seen before. But it's the business nice. first. Thank you yeah. to Evergreen Podcast Network, uh, our parent company, Ed- evergreenpodcasts.com, where you can find not only our info, whiskey business, but uh, all of our brethren and sisterin, sisterin, sister podcasts. Uh, check them out and and uh, support the family. Did you try to Sis- find another brethren? And uh, is there a brethren? There's a, there's a brethren. There's a sisterhood. Sisterhood. All right. Anyway, that, that's a, like another nun. Sisterhood is something completely <clears throat> different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, we'll, thanks. We'll, we'll, we'll talk later. whiskey business podcast. When, when we do our homeschooling after the podcast, right, 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 yeah, yeah. we'll go over sister. Whiskey we'll business podcast is on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like French class or right? all the different you know. Uh, uh, all right, um, uh, we're on we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on YouTube. Whiskey business with Dino Tripodis. If you're listening on uh, your favorite podcasting app, thank you. But you can always check us out on YouTube. Uh, John does a great job. We're unedited videos, so sometimes he'll keep all of our dumb nonsense on on the videos that I cut out. <laughs> he does keep about ninety nine percent of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, then uh, let's see where are we at. Oh, make sure you smash that. Uh, if you are watching us on YouTube, thank you. Hit that like and uh, subscribe button. Thank you. The the bell, you'll get a no uh, yeah. notification. I've, I've noticed that we picked up uh, a bunch of subscribers. Perfect, here as it's of great. Late, so yeah. thank you. You very get much. an uh, update that. when when John updates that. And uh, let's see what else. Uh, thanks for subscribing to Whiskey Business on your favorite podcasting app. Rate, review, share with all your friends. Yep, we appreciate it. And yeah. can I hit this real quick? Oh you yeah, want you want to hit now? that before I hit the guest spot? Uh, Absolutely, man. This is something that uh, I was supposed to do right. and couldn't because COVID got in the way, and now it's back, and you're going to do it. And I, I, you know what? I, I, I couldn't you're be a more jealous. proud. I you're a little I'm jealous. a little jealous, but I couldn't. I also could not be more proud because I think you're going to kick ass. Yeah, thank you. So uh, I'm in. I'm Dino's sloppy seconds. However, no, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not, man. No, you're not. No, <laughs> no don't no. sell yourself short. I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm kidding. Uh, but uh, the Columbus Craft Cocktail you're, Tour. You're are... a distant third. <laughs> <laughs> don't give myself that much credit. That's right. You're a complete slouch, Joe. No, man. Our friends, you, uh, you freaking rock. You know that. <laughs> Leanne, Leanne Sims and Blair Beavers, uh, they're, uh, they run the Columbus Cocktail, uh, Columbus Craft Cocktail Tour. Uh, Leanne also hosts the uh, Women in Whiskey Stop Mansplaining Me podcast, which cool. is a lot of fun. She talks to the different uh, female bar uh Distillery, distillers in the industry and that kind of thing. Anyway, they're putting on the I'm Not Really a Bartender Amateur Cocktail Competition. Okay. Uh, so this is February uh, 27th, Sunday the 27th at 6 p.m. Uh, at Denmark on High Market Calendar. Great bar. So uh, myself, um, Aaron Edwards, who is from, uh, the, she's the dining editor of Columbus Monthly. All right. Uh-huh. So a journalist. Uh, yeah, a, a, a All fancy right. journalist. And? Brittany Bailey, she's uh, on uh, WBNS on 10 TV. She's oh, an anchor, and a, uh, and an anchor a, news, yeah, news, news anchor. Okay. Okay. Our broadcast journalist. I'm, I'm a jackass. And, and then there's you. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Of course. No, no, my, no, man. My media no, you, as a, uh, you are the producer of a very successful morning show. You That's are the right. audio producer of an award-winning podcast. That's right. Exactly. You got chops. I'm you an award-winning podcast producer. Uh, anyway, so we team up with a different co- a bartender. I'm, uh, I'm, I've teamed up with our buddy Jesse Hubbard, Excellent. who's been on our, our, our show a million times. Each of us, uh, and then we, then we have to jump through all these hoops. They have a competition. They have challenges. Like one of them is we have to make a margarita. So we just have to do these different things. Uh, uh, long story short, it's a, it's, we're raising money for uh, a, a charity called Service which uh, supports the food and service industry. Um, I, I'm not quite sure enough about it, if it's local or where, but uh, obviously right now they've been hit hard with the pandemic. Sure. So uh, we'll put a link to all of this on our website, Instagram, all that kind of stuff. But tickets are 30 bucks. Come join us February 27th. Uh, I think there's going to be some snacks and, and a complimentary punch. I don't win. know what that is. Win answer. And I'm going to win the damn thing. Win the damn thing. Yeah. I'll have more information on social. Have you met with social. Jesse yet for, for uh, your training? Well, we, we've, we've talked on the phone a couple times. We were supposed to meet last week, but then that uh, Snowzilla came yeah. through. And Don't forget uh, to give him the, the, the yeah, back the, the scepter, the scepter yeah. you know, that he gave me when, to, to keep and when we were crafting cocktails. Yeah. He's good. You, I mean, okay. that that is that is your Mr. Miyagi right there. All right, wax on. Yeah, man. Wax off. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, anyway, Whiskey thank on. you. Hope, hopefully, all of you can make it. I know you you may or no, may not. You I, have, I, you I, stuff I to can't do. make it. Otherwise, I'd be doing yeah, it. Oh yeah. Yeah. John. John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let the, let both of the, the Johns go. Um, our guest bottle this evening. Like I said, I've been in the wintertime. I, I, Jack Daniels seems to be my go-to. I mean, it's my everyday pour. For a lot of a lot of reasons, because I I like everything that Jack Daniels is and and what they're about. But this one is uh, I think our 190th bottle. 
Whoa. on the podcast this evening. And it's part of the uh, Master Distiller Series. This is Jack Daniels Master Distiller Series number three. Mm-hmm. As in, who was the third distiller for Jack Daniels? That would be Lem Tolley, who was the Master Distiller from 1941 to, I think, 1960. You Go ahead, Johnny. You can hold it up there. To 1964. And um, what do you? Th- I mean, take a look, take a few sips. Obviously, the bottle was already open before you guys got here, so I, I've sampled this. But uh, I, I, I don't normally notice this, so that's maybe why I'm making a comment. The legs are really. It's, it seems like a very thick bourbon well, on the side of it. I don't know if that's just me or. It, uh, it's a little. It's a little smoky on the nose. Okay. And uh, there's there's a burn on the nose. There, you you can smell the alcohol on the on this one right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm. the palate is also a little bit oaky, but there's uh, there's hints of. Uh... Been a minute. Mm-hmm. When it says it's charcoal mellowed, of course it's Jack Daniels. Tastes good. Yeah, there's hints <laughs> of uh, a little peppery, a little cinnamony, a little touch of. Well, John, you're in a bourbon group. What do you think? I mean, what... don't ask me to describe it. Uh, I definitely get the oaky though, and I oaky? like I like the oaky. A little um, bit of banana. This one, for me, you know, compared to other Jack Daniels that I've had, this one has a, a unique profile to it. Yeah, uh, it's good. I like it. Um, I can definitely see why the bottle is. Uh, it's not full. No, it's not full. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I bought them thinking I won't open these. They're special. Well, you know what? We've been in a pandemic for two yeah. and a half years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to make your and what have I always said? Once in a while. Collect art, drink, drink whiskey. whiskey. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, I've opened up a lot of bottles that probably uh, unopened would have far more value than than what I originally purchased them for. But uh, yeah, this is a distiller, master distillers number three. Uh, the finish is a little spicy as well, and a little oaky. Um, not a long finish. But uh, it's 86 proof. I have no idea how much it costs now or if you can even find it or where you can find it. Uh, obviously, there was a limited release. How long did you buy the bottle? How long ago? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Okay. I don't recall. It's, it's, it's like five years, 10 years, 30 years, two yeah, it years. it was 30 years ago. It was an answer. It was 30, you nailed it. It was 30 well, years ago. I don't ago. know. I mean, you have 30 years ago, I bought it. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have a bottle that you got 30 years ago, and I'm going to be the jackass and ask who drinks it all one night. (laughs) Do you you remember how long ago the bottles you have were? Not 30 years. No, no, not 30 years. No, it's funny you say that because, you know, we talked about this on on previous podcasts. My brother-in-law is into the Dusties right Right. now where he's buying unopened bottles from the 60s, the 70s, and the 80s. And he's having a blast going sure, down that I, trail, and I he's bet. paying a pretty price for him as yeah. well. But he's gone bourbon bonkers. God bless him. I but, win, you know, because every sure. time I go down to visit in Florida, uh, you know, he's it's like a bourbon buffet. It's incredible. Yeah, it sounds so, amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. He's he's uh, and he's also another guy that says like you know he could he could buy them and put them up on the shelf and admire them but no he opens them up and he drinks them i mean he he has at it so i admire him for that on that aspect alone john barlow 
Welcome to the podcast, man, officially. Thank you. Thanks for having me. We've been communicating back and forth on Instagram. Um, you were supposed to join us a, a, a while earlier, but um, you got the COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. I got the COVID, Everybody. even, I mean, even with almost, the vaccination. Uh, yeah. The, the, you can get, well, the fact that you're vaccinated probably made it uh, a le- it stayed around, stayed around a little less than it should have or, or could I have hope so, made yeah. things worse. So glad you're on the men and back with us. Thank you. And this is what you do. I, mean, I showed, I showed the, the, uh, the Christmas ornament. The company is called Purple Shark Designs. They do custom designs and, and handcrafted goods for who? Pretty much for anybody. Um, at the honestly, you know, it's been my goal to set up a kind of like a storefront mm-hmm. where people can come and just purchase things that are already made. But quite honestly, since I started this, I haven't had the time to even get there because the word of mouth requests that I've had so far have kept me busy enough that I don't have time to do any of the other things. Um, you know, and it's led me into paths that I never thought I would go into. Such as? Um, I never thought I would ever be making beer tap handles, especially for local breweries. <laughs> That's but awesome. I now make the, the tap handles for Olentangy River Brewing Company. Nice. Um, I've made two batches of them of those for them so far. How so. long does something like that take? Oh, that sounds like there's it's, that a, sounds like it's a bit more. There's, I mean, I'm not I'm not begrudging the time and effort that went into this, but when you said, "Oh, I can crank out a couple more," it, it seemed kind of yeah. yeah so that yeah, so that ornament you're holding, you know, most of the time for me was actually put into the design work and mm-hmm. then the finishing of the wood. And I want you to stick it in the laser machine. You know, it's pretty much all up to the machine to Brent. run it. And there's don't get me wrong, there's some skill and technique to that oh, too. Absolutely, but. When you start talking about the Olentangy handles, if you ever get to see one, and I wish I had one that I could have brought. Um, so it's basically four-sided, and all four sides have Olentangy River on it. But the way that it's done is it's kind of like an inlay pattern. So I laser engrave the letters into the wood to create a recess. After it's painted, then I take cut acrylic letters and glue each one into place and press them into the wood. And that's not, <clears throat> that's not all, excuse me. So then there are caps on the bottom and the top, as well as a topper that is basically part of their logo design. So they have the arrowhead. I, 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 this is awesome. Because I use, before I got into bourbon, uh, you know, I was into the craft beer scene. And that's, I mean, that's, those are just as cool as the bottles. You know what I mean? Like uh, is, you, you go to those bar, those breweries with right, right, they have right. like a whole wall oh, yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Of, of and is beer. each one of them unique? Yeah, and and, and Every, individual. So each brewery um, that has a handle, yeah, they're all very unique, and some are super ornate, like yeah. like almost like carvings. Some are super simple, and in this case, you know, it's really important for me to when I design something like that, I want to capture the essence of the company or you know something that represents what the company is so i went to olentangy multiple times that's awesome i actually made five or six prototypes for them took them out sat down with them we went through uh probably three prototype lots or builds is what i would call them before they finalized on the design and then yeah. i started to make because it's almost like a marketing tool because if i'm sitting at a bar and i see oh that's the, I, I recognize yeah. the ryan guys so i'll have the, i'll have the ryan guys you that, know or that's exactly right yeah. and the, the reason why i got connected with them is uh one of the members in our bourbon group frequented the place knew the people at olentangy uh and he he said quite honestly their tap handle sucks they need a new one <laughs> yeah. so he connected me with them um 
and you know kind of related to what you just said they actually took one of the new handles to an establishment that had their beer on tap for a while um had the old handle he replaced it and shortly thereafter they noticed the sales went up of the beer so so it it works i call it the three to five second rule yeah so if somebody comes and sits at the bar within three to five seconds they ought to be able to pick out your tap handle otherwise it's lost in the sea of the yeah. other handles and in a bar that has 70 listen, tap handles yeah, listen yeah. listen to all our archived episodes go no, back and right. watch all the youtube videos three to five seconds do it <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome yeah so then you know continuing on to the tap handles um while i was there delivering the last prototype i got to meet an owner of another brewery okay um so this guy happens to be the owner of Nostalgia Brewing out in Gahanna. Um, so if you've ever been to that place, it's very unique. There's a lot of Lego stuff and, you know, it's all about nostalgic toys and games and that kind of thing. Huh. So that was a new challenge because he wanted the bases of his tap handles made out of Tinker Toys. That's wow. Cool. And then they had toppers put on them. And the current toppers, if you go there, are Pac-Man. So literally you'll see Pac-Man with the ghosts and the dots and the fruits on top he's got 20 taps so you know so that was a whole nother unique challenge for me because if you yeah, take and, tinker and toys and try to make a tap handle out of it it's, it's hard. obviously it's it's <laughs> it's it's something you you take to heart and, and oh absolutely and seriously because i mean this is it's beautiful this is our logo this 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 is the this is our logo i mean this is the the letters. The, is this the the sides? Is that part of the logo? No, I, I so no, I added that to, added to that. decorate it he up. A little bit. Made it, he actually made it better. Yeah, yeah. show to uh, Nick. Nick, <laughs> yeah. shout out to Nick Schaefer, our buddy at work, who actually designed it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Show oh, yeah, yeah. I'm bring it to work. But those are the that's the lettering. I mean, it's it's very identifiable mm-hmm. um, as what we have on online and uh, on the podcast. And it's a nice addition. yeah. A so you you obviously pay a lot of attention to detail is my point i i do so when i did this for you you know i I looked at just the logo and i could have done just the logo for the ornament but to me it wasn't enough um and i spent time looking at different patterns and designs trying to find the one that i felt fit perfect with your logo and to me that was the one that really really uh matched up well so you know when when i created it and sent you the picture i was hoping i'm like God, please don't let him be disappointed that oh I God. added this. No, as much as, you know, not to <laughs> I, I was thr- I, I sent, I sent it to these guys nice. immediately, mm-hmm. and, and they're like, oh, man, I want one. We want one. We want one. Want one. I'm like, well, hang on there. All right, wait yeah. your turn. I can't wait for my kid to put it in the back uh, be, yeah, the ne- next year. <laughs> and, and, and since, and since I'm, I'm, an, I'm an idiot, because like when we, as we continue this conversation, you have to explain the process to me. Uh, sure. As I told you, like as if I was six years old. Um, because I, I could never do this in a million years. No. So when I said, oh, man, when I saw this, I went, I don't know, man. Because I, I, I'm thinking this took this took days in my world. This took days to make, you know. With and a teeny then, tiny hammer and a yeah, little right, right. <laughs> chisel. But, <laughs> yeah. but once, once you said, but then you said you kind of casually said once it goes into the what? Laser engraving machine. The laser engraving machine. It's, it's you just, you already had the, the so, this done prototype. Well, so, so whatever. I don't know what the, what would you call it? Yeah. So once I create the design, um, then it's basically a matter of you put the design into the machine. You tell the machine what you want to engrave and cut. So it cuts the outline. Right. And then it engraved the rest. And you there are settings like you tell it how much power, what speed. 
multiple settings define how deep the engrave goes. Um, you know, I mean, it's graphic engineering to some degrees it, as well. Yeah, it, okay. it is. So how did sure. you embark upon this little journey? How, well, how did this all start? Getting to the laser business. Getting into this business, Purple this, Shark Design. Make what you had to have made something. All right. Well, Barrett, for so, the first time. Well. Well, if you want to know where it originated from, it actually goes quite a bit back. Okay, go. go um, back. And this is going to be sound like a really weird start. So back back in the mid-'80s, <laughs> Bon Jovi and Europe came out with two songs on the radio, and I was not huge into music at the time. But You Give Love a Bad Name and The Final Countdown came out. <laughs> and crazy enough, it struck a chord in me for drums. I started no to tap the That's music awesome. and... It, you know, I never knew that I had any musical talent or ability, but for whatever reason, that came out. So the next thing you know, you know, I get a drum set. I teach myself how to play drums over the course of a few years. I start to play in bands. But when I did that, the other thing that happened is all of a sudden I'm like, oh, cool. I get to play in bands. We need band logos. So then... I start pulling names out of the dictionary like that. I think, oh, these would be cool bad names. Aftermath was one. I remember doing that and and decadence. And I pull out all these names and I literally sat down and started to just sketch out what I thought would be a cool logo. Are you logo. in high school about this age? I'm in high school, yeah, okay, right? Okay, okay, yeah. So I start doodling these uh, these graphics. I had no idea I had any artistic ability either. So, so this it's it's self discovery. So I so I start <laughs> Done it I, again. I start just, you know, doing graphic design, not even knowing what that means. Right. Um, and then art teacher in high school finds out. So I now as a senior I'm in an art class, which I never would have imagined. And I'm doing all of the banners. So you know in a in a school yearbook in, in the back or somewhere in there. They have the pictures of the clubs and the sports teams. Right. Well, they ask me, well, why don't you design a header for every one of those groups and sports teams? So, sure. okay, so yeah. I start doing that, and like it's, I, I almost own that part of the yearbook. It was crazy. Um. So anyway, you know, I do all that, and then I go to college and kind of put all that stuff on the shelf for years. I come back out. Come back and, out of college. What did you study in college? Uh, engineering. Okay. So I got my degree. I came out here. I started working at Honda. I've been here almost 28 years now. Um, but then I started the music thing back up. Um, uh, designed some logos for that. And then a friend of mine at work decided that he wanted to put together a 5K charity run to benefit the Pediatric Brain Tumor Foundation. So we worked with the Honda dealership in Marysville and we put together a 5k run, created it from scratch and he needed somebody to design shirts. So of course, my very first one was done in PowerPoint. Kid you not. It was not great. Um, But over the course of the next 15 years, I designed t-shirts, medals, plaques, banners, all kinds of stuff for that event. And you know, it made me start to think, you know, I think I could start to design custom awards or something like that. So I, I researched for years um, looking into making T-shirts, like doing shirt designs and sure. printing them myself. I looked into laser engraving machines. I used to go to the Consumer Electronics Show. Yeah. I looked at them. but I've been there. It's awesome. But, but those yeah, machines cool? were like starting at $10,000 and going up. I'm like, oh, I imagine. oh, that's Not a lot of money for to home use. Or, yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. a lot of money to jump in for just a hobby, right? right. Well, then Kickstarter, uh, I'm 
I invested in some Kickstarter ideas, and all of a sudden, I see this Glowforge pop up on Kickstarter. What is Glowforge? Glowforge is the laser machine that Sky got my start with. Okay. Sweet. Um, and it was significantly less money, and it was made specifically for the hobbyist. So, Perfect. honestly, I put money in only to do this for fun for myself at home, like really nothing else. But I always had that urge to want to, to do something. Uh, so, you know, I paid for the machine. It was probably a year and a half later that I actually got it, not knowing that I was ever going to get anything because, again, it's Kickstarter. And then finally I get the machine, and I wasn't super active with it. How this all got finally started is uh, a, a little over a year ago, not this past Christmas, but the one before, I decided, all right, I'm in this bourbon group. I want an ornament to hang on my tree. So I decided, all right, I'm going to take the logo and I'm just going to, you know, make a design and put it on an ornament. But then I decided, well, if I'm going to do all this work, I may as well offer it to the other people. Sure. So I did. And a lot of people bought them. They loved them. And then the next thing you know, they came and said, hey, you know, we do these barrel picks and we used to get stickers put on them, but we made an agreement. We can't put the stickers on anymore. You think we could do like a tag or like a small ornament or something? Sure, we can do that. The trick with that. Do you have anything there to? Okay. So <laughs> these are the, those are the original Christmas ornaments that really got this business kick started. So oh, yeah. I made them in a bunch, bunch Central of Ohio bourbon club, a right? bunch of yeah. different right. materials and wood finishes um, and offered up variety to the group members. And then from that, they had asked me to make these tags. Now, the trick with the tags is they're two sided. Oh, awesome. so the two sided part means you have to be able to align the back so that it looks good with the front. Um, and that was a whole oh, new wow. skill for me. Now. I start. Oh, wow. I started okay. making those tags about a year ago, and I've made probably twenty five or twenty six of them now, uh, with a few more coming soon. Han- Hansberry, weren't you just <clears throat> talking today uh, to me about this? Is this our is our selection synchronicity? Yeah, we need you to make some whip some out for There's our, a watershed, our, our watershed tag bear. In there. Well, we, we we were getting ready to release our whiskey business selection for Watershed, and we're like, we need something that. I'll, can, I'll can make, send, make sure that they can send it to make it whiskey. pop, baby. Well, I mean, I, and I think they're awesome. You know, I think they're going to put a whiskey business sticker on it. But if we could put that little that oh. little tag in all of them and send people to the website and skeet skeet skeet, take it to the next level. So those are all, all of right, the we'll tags talk. that all of that my people call you people. That sounds great. <laughs> He'll have his person, <laughs> which, is, <laughs> which is me and you after yeah. the show. Yeah, yeah. after a bunch of yeah. after a couple <laughs> drinks, we'll figure it out. We don't yeah. have people. Yeah. Yeah. So no, these are these are wow. And you guys. Yeah. So and, and a, it, it's a nice club. They well, a lot of selections. Yeah, and, the and they're actually in order of the way that I've made them. So if you look. So right there, the one that you're looking at is the first tag that I made. The private. And what you'll notice is the first like ten tags, or I don't know how many it is, all have the same shape and sure. the same design on the front. Um, hmm. But at one point, it's one of my favorite tags. Still, they asked me. They said, "We've got this special barrel. Can you make a tag look like a, do- a military dog tag?" Oh, that's tight. Yeah. And it's in there, and it was. I think it might have been the first one that was not of that same shape and design. Um, and then from that point, I started making unique designs. And the designs, what you'll notice is on the back of the tag, there's a name for the barrel pick. Right. Mm-hmm. The design uh, relates to whatever the name of the pick is. Yeah. 
And check and out, again, I'm sorry you, to interrupt, you, you, but on YouTube, uh, Whitney Whiskey Business with uh, Dino Tripodis, well, you can actually see yeah, these. Put a few up there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're I mean, uh, You're I mean. Uh, I also noticed they're, they're on the amazing. back. They're They're cool looking. That uh, apparently you guys, your, your group is uh, in deep with our, our friend uh, at Opa. Oh yeah, Genty? there's an Opa. Yeah, yeah. 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 Jenny's been. Jenny was on a podcast a long time ago. He was one of our first. Uh, yeah, he needs to come back on. Here's um, the dog tag one. Sorry, yeah. John, if you're shaking yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah. He was on the first video one. So oh, was he really? Was he, our, he's a, he was our first video. He was the first podcast. One. Wow. Okay, that is. A and while we had back. talked about going up there to do an episode, and then and we still are. You know, COVID but, hit and all that. Yeah, we should go up and we still we get let him we give get us some busy. free whiskey. We get, we get, <laughs> well, he's got quite a selection. Yeah, yeah. he's as far as. Uh, restaurants go he he might be unrivaled as far as his selection it yeah. might be the only the only thing i think come close is uh, uh the century barn down in dayton where, i've heard they have mm, a really good selection with, too uh, that, nope. that might be the only one and then again i say might be yeah. because because uh, Genty is just uh yeah he's he keeps growing his collection. I, I, I don't, he's going to have to like expand the restaurant in order to, in order to to cover it. It's, yeah. it's huge. What is there a criteria for joining the Central Ohio Bourbon Group? Two hundred bucks a year. Um, <laughs> I mean, could can you be just a novice and join the group? Or oh yeah, there. Are, I would say there are plenty of people that would consider Wait, some, themselves the, novices. Is, is this the one with um, uh, Leanne and Blair, or is that something completely different? They have a different. No, they have a different group. They've got a different bourbon club. There's okay. so many groups. There's yeah, so many yeah. organizations. Yeah. And you know what? We belong to none of them. This group is actually uh, limited, so the only way you can get in is to be vouched for by a member that's already in the group. Okay, uh, kind of like, uh, like becoming a, a Tennessee Squire, Jack Daniels. Cool. You can't just yeah. you can't just apply. You have to be recommended by somebody. Nice. And, and then once you're in, so you'll appreciate this. Once you're Birthday's in, coming up. you have to you have to remain active as a member. So believe it or not, I got kicked out of the group at least twice. And After I, you made all those tags? No, this is before I made the tags. Right, I wasn't very active in posting and responding and, you know, doing things like that. Um, now, you know, they'll probably laugh when they hear this, but I probably couldn't get kicked out if I wanted to because they <laughs> like the tags. Yeah, they, they like they the need tags, you, right? Yeah, yeah they yeah, need right, me yeah. for the tags. That's your, that's your, that's your lifetime that's membership right, right there, that's buddy. That's funny. As far as I'm concerned. Does your group mm-hmm. do events or are you just strictly online <clears throat> presence? Um, well, so for... When you say events, you mean barrel pick events or what no? Kind do you guys do tastings? Do you do like get-togethers? What do Ice you guys cream do? socials? Is, is it just a, is it there, just the club people, or do you go, is it something um, that's open to the public well, from time to time? I don't know if I would say it's open to the public. Are you we, not allowed we, to speak? We do. We do get. We do have get-togethers. So <laughs> you know, we do. Rule one of know, the club is do not talk about the club. Talk about the. Talk about the family. Do not talk about fight club. You don't talk about the family outside of. How many times are gonna tell you? Keep family business. I can tell you, but. <laughs> then after the show, I'm going to have to kill you. Yeah. Which was our biggest fear. <laughs> Which was our biggest fear because we said, I don't know this guy. I never met him. He could be coming here to kill us. <laughs> I've got 9 1. And then I'll dialed. make a tag for that. Do one. <laughs> His first murder. I'll or make a tag murder. to commemorate you. Oh, that'd be awesome. Uh, that, 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 that's what you could be. You could be the tag killer. Uh, I, I could be. It could, I be. could be. But All you right. just gave it away. Yeah. Oh, man. That's all right. 
right, but we creepy. do. It we, got a little creepy and we, dark there for a second. Yeah. We do the barrel <laughs> picks, and then you know, so you do the barrel pick. The bottles come in, and then we have a we'll have an event where people come and pick up their bottles. But you know, the idea is we want people to hang out. So right. yeah, you know, we do you guys go, have a clubhouse? Clubhouse, yeah, it's a clubhouse, his backyard tree, yeah, <laughs> backyard tree. And do you have a meeting place or anything like that? Um, trade houses. The no, last taking control. The the last two times it was at Zaftig, so we've gone yeah, down Zaftig's there. Cool. And that's that. Honestly, I'd never been there until going for one of the bottle uh, pickups. Nice. That's a really cool place. Yeah. You mentioned that you you were in a band. Are you? And, and then you said you got back into the. You said something earlier. You said I got back into the band stuff. Did mm-hmm. you mean That's making right. logos for bands? No, or no, you, no, or playing. You're back in a band. Well, so when I when I moved out here, you know, it was probably a couple years before I pulled the drums out because I was living in a uh, townhouse apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I started probably around '98. Started playing in some organized bands, um, and I played for many years. In general, they were all Honda member bands, which oh, cool. was kind of unique. All right. um, but unfortunately, me being the youngest guy in the band, everybody else is retired. Um, so, you know, one guy moved down to Florida. One guy uh, is over on the East Coast. Another guy spends half of his time in Florida. So I still play when I can, but right now I'm not super active in a, in a band. In a regular band? I love band. playing it. And then I. What was uh, the last band you ran? What was the name of it? Astounded. 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 Yeah. Astounded. We played for years as a band under the name of Spank. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite band. Uh, and we we played quite a bit at a place called the Spank. Dub Pub. Um, we also <laughs> played in Columbus pub. a few times. Um, yeah, the tattoos well, were a little weird yeah. when the groupie started getting the spank tattoos. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sticky foot juice was taken. Yeah, <laughs> I played drums, and then years ago I picked up another instrument called a cajon, which if you oh, don't yeah. know what that is, it's a knee-high you wooden box. Yeah, I do. I Dino's do. got one. I got one. You do? I do. It's upstairs. Oh, I, I love playing it. Yeah, and I don't play drums, but uh, I... I uh, uh, I do a lot of... I, I, I tap Oh, a lot. I can teach you how to play it. Yeah. For sure. The Cajon. The photograph right now. Yeah. Taking people. pictures already? Hands well, I'm just... Because nice. I, mean, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, showed stuff. Show product. <laughs> showed off. Well, yeah. Show I mean, this off. is very... Well, because... I, I mean, I know we're getting to it, but... John, okay. you brought it What kind of music did you guys play? Uh, it was a mix of rock music. Rock so music. So we went back to, like, Sunshine of Your Love. Okay. All right. the way up to current modern alternative rock. Cool. You cool, know, cool, and, cool. You know, at the... This is Astounded or this is Spank? Both. Both. When when we were spank and probably astounded for I a love while. Name, man. We I had, uh, what if they played at a bar called the Bank? Oh my god! Be, <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, we. <laughs> You've heard all these jokes, right? No, actually, oh actually god. not. <laughs> I, they would have thought of them first before they named their band Spank. Oh my god, dude! Excuse me. Sometimes I'm I'm ten years old. Right. Aren't yeah. we all? Yeah. Aren't we yeah. All? Well, you know, goodness. Think young, you stay young. Oh man. I'm sorry. So, continue on. I'm sorry. Yes. Where were we? <laughs> He's like, I'm done. I'm done. No, I'm done the, giving you my. <laughs> some of this stuff that's on the table is is kind of cool as well. I mean, uh, obviously, you mentioned your boys. Uh, one a freshman at Ohio State and one a freshman in high school. You made these for him. 
or um, for the or for the or for the class or or no, no, no. So when the kids are seniors, they have you know they have a for the basketball team they have a senior night where you know it's their one of their last games at home. So they put up display boards, you know, kind of pictures of pictures of all the all the years of their basketball from the time they were super little until the time they were basically up until a senior. And they put them out for all the parents and anybody else to look at. Um, So when we did that display board, I decided because I do what I do, I wanted to do something a little bit more special and unique. So, you know, I made this little display. It's a basketball with his number 12, the M for Marysville, which is where he was at. Uh, his last name, and then I also made this uh, little acrylic figurine. Those are awesome. Uh, which basically, I took one of his uh, senior basketball pictures, mm-hmm. uh, and then laser engraved it onto acrylic. That's awesome. And it was just, you know, a, yeah, a nice little display. He looks like he's about to break out. somebody's ankles right now. <clears throat> yeah, dude. Yeah, he looks cool. <laughs> I said he, earlier he looks like uh, 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 Patrick Swayze. And then the <laughs> young the, Patrick Swayze. The other thing I did is, of course, you know, you have your graduation parties for them. So, mm. uh, <clears throat> so I made a a fancy little acrylic display just to sit out. It's got the the flashing lights. So, it do you make anything it. just for yourself? <laughs> Not really. I don't usually have time. Um, but sometimes, like uh, uh, there are some things that I've made for myself, but it's mostly ornaments. But in general, I make stuff for other people. Right. You know, I can make something for myself anytime. Right. But, you know, some of the other things I've made um, this yeah, year. Yeah, man, show, show, show the wares. Let's see. Let's see some. So I watch the YouTube channel, guys. I, I just want to give you a plug. for the, I'm holding this up on the YouTube. The What do you call this? Acrylic? It's a, an acrylic light-up sign. Uh, I got one of these. Both me and my daughter got one of these for Christmas. Not, nice. not, not the Marysville class of 2021, but I got yeah. a guitar. And she got, I think, like a unicorn. But cool. these are becoming like little popular. Uh, I, yes. can, I can see yeah, why. Cool. Yeah, yeah I mean, cool. they're, they're so very she's cool. Got in the, I've got it. You know, we've got it on the shelves. But uh, yeah, go ahead. What, see what else you got there. Yeah, the other thing I can add to that is that uh, when I so when I did that, I wanted something to give to all of the seniors that were graduating that came to the party. Right. So I also made these little keychains. Um, that basically says 2021 grad. Nice. Um, has the Marysville logo on it. And I put the key, the keychain on it, so any of the kids that showed up, they could just grab one, take one, and then That's I great. sent them off to some other parties as well. Right? Were you very popular that year? Um, you know, the kids they they take it, they like the stuff, but yeah. yeah and, and do your do your kids like you say, oh yeah, well, you know, I'll get my dad to make something. My kids don't brag on me at all. They don't. No, what? They don't. <laughs> they will one day. <laughs> Someday they'll appreciate they, they it. They will. But, you know, dad, another keychain. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> you can get you you can get respect from all the other kids, but you can never get the respect from, from your, your own. own. Yeah. It's crazy. To, but do do I make Eventually stuff for will. me? That the, honestly, the tags are probably for me. It yeah. allows me to put my creative energy into something, and then of course, even if I don't buy the bottle, I keep one of every tag. Actually, I keep two of every tag uh, that we distribute, and I have both collections at home. Um, so I make those. You know, I had a bourbon exchange with guys from work, um, and made this unique tag for it. You guys want to take a look at that? that? So for the listeners, it's like a, a wood ring with a brown like a drink silver. exchange. 
Or I meant a silver, a plastic. It's, it's, it's an acrylic, so it's an, it's an acrylic insert. You can actually pop it out. It pops right out. Uh, it looks like, it looks like not, a no, uh, poker wanna, chip. Yeah, I know. It does look like a yeah, poker yeah, chip. Yeah. You, probably, you probably can make poker chips. Yeah. You, you I can make our whiskey business one a poker chip. You can make a whiskey business. For the Italian club. Poker chips, period. For the Italian club. Poker chips for the Italian club. Yeah, you could do that. You could do that as well. That's cool. Mostly I try to make fun stuff that I think other people would like. And you do um, the conventional stuff like T-shirts and hats and not and, and, yet, and but designs. I, not like yet, but one of the next things I want to venture into is making patches for hats that mm-hmm. can heat press on, um, because I think that would be really sure. cool. And then I could take like I could take your whiskey business logo, make a patch, and iron it onto a hat, and then you could have your own hat. Well, you're from that generation, like uh, uh, our buddy Archie, who is like we need hats, hair, hair band, <laughs> eighties pitch. He's we got the patches everything. all over yeah. his jacket, yeah. you know. Oh yeah. yeah, you know Archie's got He's all got the, jack- the, pat- the patches yeah. on his yeah, jacket. Man. That's what it reminds me of. We need tour jackets, <laughs> <laughs> hats, uh, lanyards. We need yeah yeah. We need a tour to go on first. Maybe we should do that. What the shiny jackets? You the, the ones from the seventies. Seventies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, the shiny LeMay jackets that say whiskey business. <laughs> yeah, like, like I said earlier, you know, I, I word of mouth requests have kept me so busy that even if I wanted to make stuff just for me, I I always prioritize other people's requests and needs, uh, and I've gotten so many. And you know, I've got other examples here where one of the guys in our bourbon group was actually deployed. Um, and I had reached out to him and asked, Hey, is there anything I can send you, you know, make and send you that would, you know, that you need or would be fun. So he asked, he's like, Hey, can you take our logo and make a Christmas ornament out of it and send it to us? And he told me how many he needed. And I just, I made them, put them in a care package that our group sends over there and sent these off and they, yeah. So you can take this one as a stigma, um, man. Okay, and that's uh, pretty cool. That's very cool. So I sent those over to him, and they were ecstatic. He sent me a picture. They put all of theirs up on the Christmas tree that they had over there. Nice. Um, and I guess they, I think they had a, some kind of a competition decorating over there or something. So I, you know, I got that request. I, I got another Prince request. Prince Salt um, Air Base. Uh, a guy who had passed away that was a, a friend and a coworker of a member in our group. He asked if I could make commemorative tags. So I made this one, and somebody else had actually designed this logo this that's AP on the front. On it, uh, um, AP, yeah. So AP is the are the initials of the guy. His name was Aaron Prowitz. On the back, I actually oh, took a man. photo I found oh, wow. off the internet, laser engraved it along with his name and then his year of birth and year of death. Dude, so you're making you're making memories. You're making keepsakes. You're making you're, and you're honestly, making, those are some of the more fun things for me. Like it, uh, those are meaningful to people. But, but you're also you're making things that uh, John kind of said it jokingly, but uh, there's some sincerity to it. You're making some things that people will keep for a long, long time. Yeah. Absolutely. And it, you know, I didn't touch on this just this past Sunday. The bottle pickup that we had. Um, it's actually the last, let me see if I can find it. It's the last tag in this collection right now. Um, and it's this one right here. And the name of the pick was called Builderness Trail. So this one was actually in honor of a guy, his name was Bill Withrow. Um, I didn't get the honor of meeting this guy, but I wish I had, cause it sounds like he was a pretty entertaining and funny guy. And he loved his bourbon. 
the funny story with him is he loved a one called Very Old Barton. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh that's, that's, uh, that's but, awesome. The best kept secret in Kentucky. Yeah, but, he right. always called it, secret. but he always <laughs> called it Old Barnyard. Old Barnyard. Oh, I'm going to ah. pick that up. And yeah. everybody who knew this guy, that's how they were like that's what they knew of him is that he always called it Old Barnyard. He'd even go into bars and ask for it and they had no idea what he was what talking, talking about. about. So this one because this specific pick was named in his honor. Right. I actually made this tag specifically for him, and Barnyard. I got the opportunity to reach out to his daughter. Mm. I shared the design with her. I got feedback and input from her to make sure that it was exactly right, and she was happy with it before it got released. The color, his favorite color was dark blue. That's why it's dark blue. You know, those things, these kinds of things are the things that are really um, you have important a, for me. You have a very it, sincere streak of sentimentality nice. in you. I do. I yeah, I mean, anytime, anytime somebody can use a gift or talent uh, for other reasons than profit or you know whatever the case might be, uh, that that's a big that's a big check in my book, man. That's 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 terrific. And then good for you. This one here probably has meaning to everybody. Uh, so one of our, I was actually part of this pick team. We did this pick on this past September 11th, and when we did it. Um, we wanted a name that was significant for that day. So when once we picked the name, then I wanted to make a tag that really, really represented uh, that day. Describe it to everybody. So this tag uh, has an image of the Twin Towers, and it also has an image of the Pentagon. And then in between, the words never forget. Now what's unique, and you would never pick up on this most likely unless I told you, is that above never forget on either side of the twin towers are stars on the left side there are nine stars and on the right side there oh, are 11 man. stars yeah. so when you talked nine about 11. attention to detail yeah, yeah that's nice. really big for me i try to throw little carrots in there or easter eggs easter eggs yeah, yeah. if you will um, it's gonna be the fun part yeah, kind of yeah, for yeah. you and then you know for for our uh tags that go on the bottles on the back it's always you know the name of the pick itself the distillery, uh, and then usually the year. Um, however, I offered up additional tags for this specific one because I knew it might be meaningful to people in other ways. And I offered a few different versions, but this specific one that I have in my hand, uh, actually at the uh, museum that honors that the 9-11, right. there's a, a saying that's on the wall. Uh, so I took that saying and uh, I put it on the back of this specific one. What's it say? I'll let one of you guys read it so I don't have to pull out my reading glasses like an old man. Well, yeah. no, I am an old man. And I have no problem. He's got him <laughs> handy, though, at least. <laughs> no day shall erase you from the memory of time. That's a quote from Virgil. So, you know, Never forget. Pro projects like that um, I motivate me and make me put even more effort in you know there are a few examples in the tags like the you know that the dog tag one was one that i was asked if i could make a tag look like a dog tag so literally that is dimensionally the same mm -hmm. as a dog tag and, the same and color too. It all, it's, it's, it's got the that same silver same color metallic. and it also has the letters reversed uh, on the back brother it is the attention to detail <laughs> yeah. that will so, set you apart from other people that do this type of thing <clears throat> And and do it haphazardly or casually or or whatever the case might be. Please so, promise us that you won't 
lose uh, that lose that uh, attention to detail because I think this this is what's going to set you apart. I I from never everybody. I never will. I think that's been ingrained in me. Um, but you know, to change the tone a little bit, there are other things that I that I like to do, and you know, one of my dreams now is to try to get connected with one of the distilleries and start making something for them, whether it's tags for bottles, well, ornaments they sell in stores, <laughs> or some other things. We know a guy. So, you know, I tinker, and I actually had sent some stuff off to a few distilleries, you know, so I made, this is an, mm-hmm. an ornament design that I made that's supposed to, to look like, supposed to look like the end of a barrel, basically. Right. Um, and then on the backside, I actually chart it like the inside of a barrel. Um, so, you know, if you now, if you, now you pick up it, on that, you did you think how many other people we think would pick up on that? Anybody who's in the bourbon right? would, would okay. know. Yeah. Should know, right? They I mean, I would think that they would know. But here's another cool one. You guys are gonna like this one. So you guys are familiar with Bookers and the box that the sure. Bookers comes oh in. Oh my right? god, I so, love that right there. So, that. so oh, I decided man. to make a mini version for the little bottles that you can get inside. Sure. And it's got the acrylic. On this one, you know, I put Woodford Reserve. I couldn't sell it because I don't have the rights to put their logo on here. Right. But this was just a sample. But the lid actually slides up. Just so like a bottle out. box. Yep. That's awesome. And then That's it slides cool. back for, down. With whiskey, wow. so Santa Claus so, can have a little nip. Well, you're not wrong, John. That would be great. You, you don't you know, you don't put the, someone's logo on it, and then you sell them as like a little. Well, so I plan to make it so that you can customize it for yourself, or I'm going to put some phrases on it, you know, that just fun phrases so people can just buy, you know, yeah. you could, Because is. you could reuse this and fill your own, your own yeah. little airplane bottle. In and there. then. Yeah, I've got, really I've got other ideas. Make me Jaeger. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, you know. Last year, because of the pandemic, a lot of people that do the same thing I do, they made a, am I allowed to curse on this thing? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so a lot of people made what was called a fuck flake. Uh-huh. Um, and literally, it had the word fuck written in script, and then they duplicated it so that it looked like a snowflake. Oh, that's funny. Those things sold by the thousands. People I, made thousands of dollars off of those. Things. I have one of those. You do? I do. Yeah, I do. So you know, and I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't realize what it was until they said, "Look at it. Look a little closer." And I went, "Oh, it says the yeah, F word." Yeah, I got it for my kids. I, <laughs> I'll be honest. I wish I was in at the beginning of that because I could have made a ton of money. But you know, I. I also want to do things the right way, so that's not the kind of thing I really want to make money on. So I try it's to low hanging fruit. I I try to keep myself with things that are uh, a little bit more ethical, I guess you could say. That's fine. But this one, I decided I had this idea. I'm like, you know, you've got all the different when people drink and analyze bourbons. You know, they talk about the nose, they talk about the palate, right. they talk about all these different characteristics. So I took all those characteristics and made a bourbon flake nice. out of it. Oh, man. So this I is the bourbon flake. I, this one was 2021. Um, and I haven't made it available, haven't sold it, haven't done anything with this it. This is awesome. But I thought right, it was kind of... It's got... It's <laughs> almost a resource, too. I mean, because it gives you all the different... It, it For is. those of you who are just <laughs> listening to and this it, podcast, you need to... Go back and watch this podcast because you're missing out on all this cool stuff. This has uh, the balance body, and there's balance, like, yeah, the balance. Heat, there's a little scale. Color, nose, palette, finish. Indy 500. The rating for the finish. <laughs> the legs. It's got legs. Body. Oh, it's got legs. Yeah, it's yeah, got man. legs. 
this this is awesome so that to, that is a what i would consider a prototype because i never finished it it needs a little more to make it look like a real snowflake right now it looks kind of like a wagon wheel honestly oh, okay so what it's a wagon wheel it's a snowflake it's still Whatever. cool it's right cool. Pirate, it's still cool it's still wheel. very cool it's good with cheese cheese a wagon wheel yeah are you kidding uh, me no it's awesome I, you know. <laughs> so i mean how many years in honda now one how many years in honda um I, how many do I have, or have how many? How, how many of you? <laughs> He's <laughs> counting down, which, not counting I, up. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. I am counting down. So, well, so one thing I didn't touch on is one of the reasons why this whole business thing started is right. this is actually me setting myself up for my retirement. Right. Sure. I was going to say. So and when I, you pull the trigger, and I'm I'm five years away from being eligible to retire early. So I'm trying to get myself set up, you know, whether I retire th- then or a little after that. Can I ask you how old of a man you are? I just turned 50 on no. January 4th. Oh, so. so They could buy you out. They could 50. buy you out in three years. But, uh, you don't know. But, yeah, so, so anyway. <laughs> 50. That, that, 50, that, you got your whole life ahead of you. That, that's kind of what I'm trying to get this started. I'm trying to get it built up to a point where, well, I hope you know, when I retire. Our podcast helps a little <laughs> bit. I mean, we're, we've been talking with John Barlow from Purple Shark Designs, and we'll definitely – Put all your information and website and everything in, in our in our podcast descriptions yep, and so forth and so on. But when we when we wrap things up here, which we're getting close to doing, is there anything that you need to show us that, that we haven't got to that you think is cool? That, that uh, like you, I have a few more things. So yeah, man, bring them. Bring I, them. I, trust me, I've got a whole treasure trove more of stuff that I didn't get to bring New because either stuff. I don't have no, it Star- or <laughs> I've Star- made John I've made beer you, flight boards for the flight crew. If you know who those guys are, they were super custom. They look like airplanes. They wow. were they were super cool. Oh nice. Um, you can find you can see those. I think they're posted on my Square site. Uh, but I also, you know, coasters, coasters is one of the cool. things I want to do. This well, one is this coasters. Well, that this, was re- this retro one's looking, marble. Man. This one's on marble. Oh, oh crap, dude. Man, this one is agate stone, which it, the coaster is really kind of dinky oh, and small. This. But And this has my logo on it, the Purple Shark. How did you come up with the name Purple Shark? Um, <laughs> the first thing is that, you know, anytime I'm at the beach, I'm always the guy that says, hey, I think I see a shark out there. And my girlfriend doesn't find that too funny. Most yeah, I'm, of the, time, I'm, the, I'm the same guy. So yeah, I kind of, you know, somehow I've become attached joke. to sharks. <laughs> but within the shark design itself, uh, you'll notice that there is a sergeant stripes. Right. Oh, like okay. that, chevrons. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's to represent my dad because he was in the Marines. Um, and then the purple was my mom's favorite color. Everything's got a story behind go. it, dude. It does. My my brother, cousin, and I own a condo that, and we have our own separate uh, LLC for that. It's called uh, Sergeant Moo. My mom liked cows. My dad was a sergeant. Wow. So wait, wait, and, what is that? and the logo is purple also. Um, and then, of course, going back this to is nicer the, than my wallet. Going, I thought it was a wallet when he first pulled it out. Going back to the beer. Can you tap, make a wallet? Can I, you make a wallet? I have wallets. Actually, no, 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 whiskey <laughs> business wallets. Mic <laughs> All right. Well, okay, and I have going, flasks, so I'm going to be doing flasks oh, and see wallets. The, you can see all the flasks I have over there. I need one more. <laughs> one more? Well, no, I really don't. But I would take one. I would take a whiskey business flask. You've got to be thinking. All the time. Uh, yeah, sometimes. Lay in bed and just go, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so I have to start writing ideas down because I have so many that I forget I, I forget ideas fast. So, notebook, yeah, I, notebook I jot them down. Notebook by bedside, dude. I keep a notebook by my bedside all the time. I wake up in the middle of the night with thoughts and I jot them down. Yeah. Do it. At the, the hard thing is finding time to get back to those ideas because, like mm-hmm. I said, 
I have a lot of people that reach out and ask for, for these different things they want made, and I'm more than happy to do it. It's just, you know, it all takes time. I, well, yeah. there's three of us here now that are going to be, like, <laughs> talking after the fact about stuff that oh, we could do. We're going to come to we're gonna you. Come wanted, to you. you wanted to see this. Yeah, the you? Ohio one is really rad. Explain that one. Yeah, so, uh, so in our bourbon group, uh, there was one pick where instead of the tags, we made a token. And the purpose of the token was the person who bought who uh, bought the bottle, they were given a, they actually bought the right to get a bottle, but they were given a token and they had to turn the token in at one of the liquor stores, in order to purchase the bottle. It was their proof that they had paid money in. Okay. Um, so they reached out to me after we did all that and said, "Hey, could you make a a special tag, um, just for a select group of people that were involved in the pick of that barrel?" I'm like, yeah, sure. And they, they, their request was, could you include the Bengals and the Reds in there somehow? <laughs> like, all right. Yeah, as right, one all right, does. All right. So <laughs> I decided to, to make the shape of Ohio. And then I took some, some features of the Bengals and the Reds. So I got the pinstripes for the Reds with their logo. And then I've got the stripes for the Bengals. I and I laser engraved that into black acrylic. Now, what's kind of cool about this is the centerpiece actually just pops out. It's it's like literally a press fit. Um, so the tokens that they had originally gotten will fit in this, but I also made an acrylic one just for the for that tag. And the reason why I did that is if you hang it on a tree like a Christmas ornament, yeah. When you put that a clear acrylic but Boom, in front lights. of the lights, it Boom. lights it up and it looks amazing. Here's here's what I'm thinking though. Here's what I'm feeling anyway. Um. I think there's going to come a time where word of mouth is going to get to the right people and they're going to be coming to you. I and sure ask, hope and, so. And asking you to do this stuff. I mean, that's, that, that's, I, I'm kind of blown away a little bit by, by the, and it's not, it's not so much. I know other people can do this kind of stuff. You see merchandising, you see, you see marketing stuff all the time, but the fact that you pay so much intricate detail to certain things. Are you fearful that if you do get to do this on a bigger level, that that standard would, would, would fall away? I mean, you know how sometimes when people get bigger, sometimes things sure. go, drop down. You, and, you hear that from contractors. I don't right, want right. the gig. It's, you know, I can't handle it. I don't think I would ever let myself get to that point. So, you know, it's interesting and, you know, not to not to knock any uh, no, no, no. any brands or makers, but, you know, Maker's Mark does those snowflakes on their bottles. Right. I actually sent them a message and told them I was disappointed to, of the one they gave away two Christmases ago because mine broke in pieces. Like every time I touched it, it yeah. fell apart. And the one I got this year has that burn char that I was talking about, like. <laughs> You know, this is a prototype for me. You can see the burn char right. on the wood. If I see that, even if I'm making 100 pieces, I reject it. So I will th I've will. i actually thrown a lot of stuff away because it doesn't meet my own uh, standards. Uh, don't so, lose that. And, quality and over quantity. Uh, you know, well, people are paying money for this way. kind of sure. stuff because it's handcrafted. You know, they, I, you know, I would like to believe that they expect a higher level of quality in that stuff. They're not... And they're not paying cheap money for most of these things. So. And that's and that's where you'll separate yourself from the pack. And I, I want people to be happy with the money that they spent when they spend it with me. There are a lot of great makers out there. 
I can tell you I belong to some groups on Facebook and some of the stuff that people make like me it's amazing it's absolutely amazing but the I, amount of time that goes into it is also yeah. amazing nothing but props and respect man because this is a skill set that I don't have and I and anytime I come across somebody who has a skill set uh, last week we uh, we had a, a cartoonist and storyboard artist on, on the show uh, who's who does amazing work and uh, and uh, I'm always amazed at what other people can do and how well they do it and I'm always taken aback and I admire it and I respect it and and I think what I respect the most out of all this is your passion for the attention to the detail I mean that's what stands out to me most of all so uh, everything you touch has a very unique quality to it so bravo man congrats well, thank you I appreciate that uh, I think we need to start wrapping things up. Yeah, yeah. well, let's start with, like, uh, okay, I'm an average Joe who wants to patronize your skills. <laughs> you, know, you know, how do we, how do you we? Want to be, you're trying yeah. to say you want to be a customer? Well, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you have an Etsy uh, store? Where, 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 yeah, where how, how does one how does, contract how you? How does one get a hold of Purple Shark Designs? Well, so on the back of your ornaments, you actually have, um, I, I put on there my Square site, my Facebook but you can search uh, on Facebook for Purple Shark Designs. Um, you can search on Instagram for Purple Shark Designs as well. Uh, and you can find me. And the one thing you want to look for is you want to look for the Purple Shark. That, the the logo the with, the, with the Purple Shark in it. Maybe maybe we have fans. I don't yeah. think so, but maybe we do. <laughs> like, so could somebody say, give me one of those whiskey business things. I mean, how do I get one of those? Yeah, same thing. Well, so in that case... I wouldn't do it unless I reached out to you first because I, I will never offer somebody else's product or logo without the approval of you have our approval. Consider this our approval. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, in that buy case, some, yeah. buy us a drink next if, time we see it. If, if, you, yeah. if you make some money off of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if somebody wanted a whiskey business ornament, I would happily make it for them. I'd probably ask, you well, know, we, once you get it, please post a picture of it. And Here's my really cool segue <laughs> the last piece of business we did was signing with evergreen podcast network oh. Oh. Ooh, we like to thank once again for being uh and letting us into their family yeah, well, at evergreenpodcasts.com uh, there you go greg thank you to evergreen podcast network uh for putting up with this nonsense uh whiskey businesses on youtube uh whiskey business with dino tripotis uh, a lot of great stuff there. Smash that like button. Oh. Smash the subscribe and the little bell. Uh, yeah, check out our latest podcast with uh, our friend Rafael Rosado. That's yeah. uh, it's, it's really a lot of fun. i got to be honest. This is one of my favorite recent podcasts. It, it just was very interesting. He just talked about being a cartoonist. It was very cool. Yeah. He lit up when he talked about Animaniacs. Yeah, because yeah. no, he, he worked on some of my favorite he, cartoons growing up. It was very cool. Were two episodes. So it's yeah. kind of back-to-back. We've yeah. had uh, people who, have been, who are Artists, very, creators. very good at what they do as far as their art, their work, their craft. So finally, yeah, yeah we you know. Oh, no, <laughs> you know, no, thank no, God no. we have our guests you know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> all we are is a conduit to the really talented people. That's all. That's oh, all. God. Uh, but thank you for subscribing to your favorite podcast, uh, Whiskey Business, on your favorite podcasting network. Also, uh, make sure you check out uh, the links for the I'm Not Really a, a Bartender uh, competition, which is on February 27th. Uh, we'll follow, we'll post some more about that, but uh, put my money on you, man. Well, put your money towards service the charity towards. Well, I'll put that money uh, on it, but I'm sure there's got to be some side action somewhere. All right, all right, right. I know a guy. 
you actually you know a guy. I, you introduced yeah, me to that yeah, guy. Yeah, so. I know all the guys. <laughs> John Barlow has been our guest. The company is Purple Shark Designs. And before we go, let's let's take one more. Uh, I, I I keep saying that we need to get back to this. Let's go back to uh, our our guest bottle for this evening, the Jack Daniels Master Distiller Series number three, number three, uh, Lem Tolly's bottle. What you uh, think? Uh, well, I, it, I actually, I really did like it, and I looked <coughs> online. Um, it's available from someone out of Italy for eighty bucks. Nice. Okay. Well, no, no, I know we got it right here. But, it, it right but here. It's, well, not much of it left, but it's okay. I had the last sip, uh, neat, and it's very smooth. It's smooth. Yeah. Yeah. What do you say? Did John? you like it? It was really good. Yeah, good? really good. It has okay. a unique flavor profile. Uh, it's again our guest, John Barlow, Purple Shark Designs. Can't do it without Greg Hansberry on the audio side of things, John Whitney on the video side of things. I am your host, Dino Tripodis. We are Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. And until the next bottle, see ya. The Korean War has sadly been known as the Forgotten War, but half a century earlier, the United States was locked in a bloody conflict in Asia that's been all but erased from the history books. Hi, I'm Alex Hasty, the host of Ohio vs. the World, an American history podcast on the Evergreen Podcast Network. In our newest episode, we speak to experts about the Philippine-American War, America's first Asian counterinsurgency conflict. The heroes, the villains, We'll discuss President McKinley, Admiral Dewey, the vicious brutality of the fighting, and the scandals and war crimes that nearly sunk Theodore Roosevelt's presidency. Check out our show, Ohio vs. the World, on the Evergreen Podcast Network for our new episode about America's most forgotten war. Now back to the show.